0: Focus on doing one verse at a time. Really doing it. Put it into your life and actually do it. Keep that instruction in your mind day and night. Think on it daily until you can do what it says to you, making it a part of your life. You're not likely benefited by reading the scripture, it's doing the scripture where the benefit lies. It sometimes helps to take a regular dictionary and look up keywords, viewing the meaning of that instruction as you add it to your life by that which the Holy Spirit brings to your mind. We're told this in Joshua chapter 1. Only be thou strong and very courageous, that thou mayest observe to do according to all the law, or the New Testament scriptures. Turn not from it, from the right hand or to the left, that thou mayest prosper whithersoever thou goest. Now, of course, we don't do the Old Testament sacrifices. Jesus is our sacrifice. His blood paid for our sins. But there are many Commandments of God in the New Testament, and we should be doing them. Too often Christians say we don't go by the law anymore. No, we don't go by the law of Moses, but we should go by the commandments of God as written in the writings of the apostles and prophets in the New Testament. The Holy Spirit will remind us of a scripture or a concept to get us to focus on that, which shows us the will of God for us at a specific point in time. Focus on that scripture or concept. Doing that which is appropriate in your life, to conform yourself to that scripture for that is exactly what you need at this point in time. Here is an example. If you have any debt at all right now, this can be very helpful to you if you work to do this. When I was born again in 1975, one of the early scriptures which God showed me was the following. Romans 13 verse 8. Oh, no man anything. I kept That word before me day and night for several weeks and thought on it. I thought about debt, for I knew this was showing me the will of God. I felt God was saying to me, Get out of debt and stay out of debt. I prayed for God to help me to do this. I stopped buying things on credit. I bought only those things for which I could pay cash. If I didn't have the cash to buy something, I didn't buy it, I just saved the money until I had the cash and after I had the cash, bought the item. If I still wanted it. Now, sometimes you will find you don't even want it a few weeks later. I cut back my spending even on little things. Like, I would drink water with my meals at a restaurant instead of paying for iced tea or coffee. I have noticed it costs so much, relatively speaking, to buy drinks with your meals it's not that this paid for my debt but it helped reconstruct my thinking to fit with scripture oh no man anything i got my personal life out of debt rather quickly i didn't owe much at that time But I owned a business in Dallas and I had borrowed approximately $6,000 from one of my customers who wanted to buy into my business. For the money she loaned me, I let her buy merchandise at my cost. I used the loan of $6,000 to buy merchandise which i sold in my shop this woman was likely an unbeliever as i was at that point in time but now i'm a christian and i saw the following instruction from the bible second corinthians Chapter 6, verse 14. Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. I don't think Carolyn was a believer at the time she loaned me the money, and I know I wasn't. So my goal, now being a Christian, was to do that scripture. Be ye not unequally yoked with unbelievers. My goal became to pay that business loan as quickly as possible, freeing myself from a business partnership with an unbeliever. A situation came about to cause me to be able to get free from debt much sooner than I had expected. I was going out to the reservations in New Mexico, USA, to buy merchandise. My business was American Indian Arts. I bought authentic American Indian jewelry and pottery and offered the items for sale in Dallas. I was on a buying trip in New Mexico. I always prayed for wisdom for God to show me what to buy. Mostly we sold jewelry and pottery, and most of the cash which I had on the trip went to pay for jewelry. However, on this trip, something very unusual happened. An old Navajo rug, red one, caught my attention. I know nothing about Navajo rugs. I tried to walk away from that rug, but I kept coming back to it and looking at it. I finally knew I had to buy that rug. It cost me $500. I spent that money, which normally would go for jewelry, to buy that Navajo rug. I took it to a rug appraiser in Albuquerque who told me it was really a very fine rug. She said most of these old rugs are virtually worthless. But this rug, I should price in my shop at a price where it would not sell, for it would go up in price in the future, and I should hold on to it. At the time I bought the rug, she appraised it at $1,500. I had paid $500 for it the day before. I returned to Dallas, and I had that rug rolled up at the side of the room, not on display yet, when a man came in to purchase jewelry. He saw that rug and asked, What's that? I replied, It's an old Navajo rug. He said, let me see it. I said, oh, I don't think you'd like that. But he kept insisting, so I rolled the rug onto the floor. After looking at the rug, he said, how much? Without any thought, I replied, $5,000. He said, I'll take it. And he began writing out a check. I was horrified. I was an honest dealer of American Indian arts. I always protected my customers, being sure of the quality of the item and charging a fair market price. I did all that I could to talk this man out of buying that rug. But he was determined to buy it. So I said to him, All right, I'm not going to cash your check for at least a week. If you change your mind, bring the rug back to me, and I will give you back your check. I never saw that man again. So I deposited the check and put $1,000 of my money with it and repaid the woman who was likely an unbeliever all the money she had loaned me, and I was debt-free. And I was no longer yoked to a woman that I believed to be an unbeliever. When we see a scripture, and purpose in our heart to do that scripture, God makes a way for us to do that scripture. Jesus said, if you continue in my word, then ye are my disciples indeed. And ye shall know the truth, and the truth will make you free romans thirteen eight Oh no man anything. get out of debt. start now if you have any debt. Notice the steps taken by me in being led by God's spirit before going on buying trips. I always prayed for wisdom concerning what. I should purchase James 1 5 if any of you lack wisdom let him ask of God that giveth to all liberally and abradeth not and it shall be given him that's a promise from the Bible if you lack wisdom on how to do something ask God He will give you that wisdom. Now, there are times I've had to wait for several days before He gave me the answer of what to do. There are sometimes I knew immediately what I was to do. There was one time I waited for four years. When I built my house in New Mexico, my mother lived with me at the time. The contractor couldn't get the plan of the house on the size of the lot. So without talking with me, he just cut down the size of the kitchen, which was attached to the garage, and he took some of the space off the garage. My mother and I were always running over each other when we were in the kitchen together. And I was always troubled. So I prayed asking God what I could do to increase the space in the kitchen. I didn't hear anything. But every time we went in there and bumped into each other, I prayed again. Four years after that, one day I went into the kitchen and it's like, somebody turned on a light bulb in my mind, I knew exactly what to do to the kitchen. It had a built-in pantry. If I put the built-in pantry into the attached garage and there was plenty of room to do that and put the groceries in the built-in pantry in the garage, I would have room to move the refrigerator to the location where the pantry had been. This got the refrigerator out of the traffic space in the kitchen. Freed the space. I did that and we never ran into each other again when we were both in the kitchen. There is a way. And God will show us the way to do it if we ask him for wisdom because it's a promise from God. But you may have to wait. How does God give us wisdom? Sometimes God will bring a thought to my mind by the Holy Spirit. It may be a scripture, or it may be a concept, but it always shows me the way. Sometimes God will get my attention drawn to something And my interest will be such that I can't leave that item alone. In the rug case, that's what happened. Human reason often tries to talk us out of what God is trying to show us. In this case, but I need to spend my money on jewelry. That's a thought from the devil. That's what I sell, not rugs. I don't know anything about rugs. But that thought was not from God, it was from the devil. So you do have the devil fighting God as you have thoughts from God. He often brings you a thought of why you shouldn't do that. That thing that God has shown you to do, he will show you not to do it. But I had with me cash. Pay for the rug. I wouldn't have bought it if I hadn't had the cash. I was going to use the cash for jewelry. That was very important that I had the cash because I knew it was God leading me to get out of debt and to stay out of debt, and I had done that, and now I had the cash with me. Well, actually, I hadn't gotten totally out of debt. I owed the customer for the money she loaned to me for merchandise. But God was going to use that rug to get me out of debt and get me free from the person I believed to be an unbeliever. I just couldn't walk away from the strong interest I had in that rug. One of the ways God leads us is by interest is this something you really want to do we can know the ideas that come from god by the following characteristics james 3:17 but the wisdom that is from above is first pure then peaceable gentle easy to be entreated I could easily buy that rug though I had planned to buy jewelry which we sold at my shop and we didn't usually sell rugs this rug was going to be sold at a price that I never imagined and by the sale of this rug I would be completely free from debt at my business. So pay attention to your interest, but pay attention to the money you're spending for the item. Now, please don't rush on to the next chapter. Doing the Word of God is the key. Most Christians fail to do the Word of God they read the Word of God they think they're godly but they won't stand up in the storms of life that way first stop and study the scriptures and the concepts which I have presented in this writing when possible Apply these scriptures to your own life as needed. That causes Christ, the Word, to live in you and become a part of you, of your way of life. Thank you for allowing me to share this with you today.